Hi, and welcome to the Magnetically You podcast. I'm your host and intuitive life coach, Madison Arnhold. This podcast is here to help you access the intuitive wisdom and peace within you so you can live with more freedom, flow, joy, and alignment in your everyday life. So we all know how the holidays can get a little crazy and often revolve around pleasing others, giving to others, buying gifts, running around, planning parties, cooking and eating a bunch of food and making sure everybody else is happy and has what they need. But what about you? So this year, I want to invite you to give yourself the ultimate gift the gift of presence. So I created 12 days of presence for you to put giving to yourself and being present at the heart of this holiday season. And this isn't just about getting through the holidays. Life is always happening now. And the only time and place we can ever find joy is here and now. So for 12 days, you're going to get daily rituals and practices that will guide you in reconnecting and realigning with a deeper sense of inner calm, peace, and presence. So we're starting November 30th. If this sounds fun and you would like to join us, you can go to madisonarnholt.com slash presence. And with that, we will go into this week's episode. Welcome back to the Magnetically You podcast. As always, thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. I am excited for today's episode per usual. This episode is going to be all about the ripple effect of taking on other people's emotions. So I actually have another podcast episode that may pair really well with this one. If you want to listen to that one as well from January 29th called how to protect your energy as an empath. I think that one goes hand in hand because a lot of us, a lot of people have the idea that as an empath, you just absorb other people's emotions and you just take them all on. And it doesn't necessarily, we don't have to stay stuck with that story or stuck with those feelings. And it's also not wrong when situations like that come up. So I had (laughs) something like that come up where I'll tell the whole story in more detail, but I got in a car wreck, took on someone else's emotions, and then things kind of escalated (laughs) from there in a way that they really didn't need to, but because I took on and absorbed someone else's emotion that I almost like passed that on and projected that onto someone else. And yeah, it's like, this is an episode about one, me practicing what I preach and two, me doing it imperfectly and the wisdom that can come through those moments and experiences of imperfection of reacting when you know you shouldn't react to your emotion or of taking on someone else's emotion when you know you um shouldn't it's like just because we're aware of aware of the possibility of releasing rather than reacting it doesn't mean we'll always have the inner clarity or strength to choose that and there's nothing wrong with that and there could be so much wisdom on the other side and that's what exactly happened in this situation. So it's like this stuff, everything I'm sharing on the podcast, this is like my (laughs) real life stuff. It's like every day I'm in the practice of releasing what comes up as it comes up as best I can and following my intuition each moment as best I can. And it really, life really can be as simple as that. And it's like this, I don't know, combination of practices you could say has been just so incredibly life-changing for me. And it's something that only continues to offer more lightness, more freedom and more wisdom. So even though I had this experience of getting into a car wreck, acting in a way that my mind would probably have uh, judged, 
it actually was a gift, a gift of more freedom, more wisdom and more lightness and clarity on the other side. So I'll just go right into it. I had to take a sip of my coffee. There's a new coffee shop down the street and it is so fucking good. I mean, I just can't, it has like cinnamon and like adaptogen mushrooms and it's a little bit sweet, which usually I'm not into like sweet coffee drinks, but they do it so divinely. <laughs> it's so good. So anyways, very thrilled to have my yummy coffee. And speaking of coffee, that's actually how this story started. So I was at home and it was on a day that Trevor was working from home. And sometimes when he's working from home, I have a hard time doing what I want to do because I hear the distraction or noise him on calls in the background. So I get annoyed. <laughs> That's a topic for another time. So I, my mind was like, well, I, I'm just going to preemptively avoid all the annoyance <laughs> and I'm just going to go to a coffee shop. Somehow, <laughs> somehow the noise there doesn't bother me usually. So I was like, even, even though my, so my mind was like, okay, like, let's just go to the coffee shop. Let's not even deal with the like distraction situation today. Let's just avoid it altogether. But I also had an inner knowing not to go. My intuition was something in me was pulling me not to go, but the mind was being the mind that day. So there I went and I got a coffee it wasn't good. I like took a sip and I'm like, oh, my body doesn't want this. So then I ordered a matcha and I'm like, oh, my body doesn't want this. And I was like, what the hell? Like, why did I come here? And I'm like, now I've bought two drinks, like a crazy person. I just feel like I'm not supposed to be here. Like what? And my mind kind of just like forced it, right? My mind wanted to like go somewhere and do something and preemptively avoid the annoyance in the apartment. So I went, even though it wasn't in alignment. And then of course, it's like, I ordered two drinks, still not in alignment. It's like, by that point, I'm like, okay, like I can't avoid my intuition any longer. Like I know I'm just not in the right place at the right time. Like something about this is not supposed to be here. So I left. I'm like, okay, we're done. I'm, I give up forcing it. And as I'm walking to the car, there was an incredible amount of frustration triggered in me more frustration than was appropriate to the situation. Like you go to a coffee shop and you don't like your coffee, like not obviously not that big of a deal. Right. But the energy in my body was saying, big fucking deal, we're pissed. So I knew it obviously wasn't about the situation that had just unfolded. It was obviously old energy coming up to come out. And it was just like an unbelievable amount of frustration that did not match the current situation. So that's, you know, was the obvious tip off that it was just old energy, maybe from this life, maybe from a past life. So I did my best to get in the car. I like screamed, I kicked, I shook. I like let the frustration move through me kind of like what will what I do with my clients in uh inner voice sessions so releasing it's not always <laughs> screaming and kicking I find that the anger frustration ones for me want to be expressed with more body movement but sometimes it's just breathing sometimes it's crying sometimes it's just feeling the heaviness in your chest until you can't feel it anymore so anyways I released the frustration as best I could when I got in the car and then I drove off and I'm like okay I'm not supposed to be here so I'm <laughs> leaving and I pull onto this one road and there's like a traffic jam there's a big bus in the middle of the road and there's a bunch of cars backed up behind it so I'm just sitting there patiently waiting to like get out of this neighborhood in the car and all of a sudden the car in front of me backed up because they were obviously trying to get out of the traffic jam didn't see me backed into my car I had no reaction, like no stress, no worries. 
I had just cleared so much energy and frustration that I was like, okay, this is like, okay, cool. So I got out of the car. We talk, everything's like clear, calm, neutral. She's like, okay, let's exchange um, information. Okay, cool. I had no fear about the situation. I had no worries that she wasn't going to admit to fault. I had no worries about the money that may have to be paid to fix the car. I had no worries about anything. I just thought, okay, it happened and it will be dealt with. And there we go. It's all, all, all as well until <laughs> I call Trevor, my husband, and I could feel he was upset. Now, I don't know if he was actually upset about the car. I think he was just busy and stressed with work. So then when I called him for our insurance, he's like, oh my God, Fox, it's like another thing I have to deal with. And he's like, what do you mean? What happened? Da, 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 da. And then I was like, oh, ah, oh my God, this is, this is the situation to be stressed about. Like I was calm, but maybe I should be stressed because he's stressed. Right. And I wasn't like mentally thinking that, but I could feel his um, stress. And he was like, you need to get proof of it being her fault. So I was like, oh my God, like. I didn't get proof like fuck <laughs> and she had already driven off. So I'm now by this point, I've taken on his fear. I start freaking out. I'm like, oh my God, I didn't get fault. He's going to be pissed if we have to pay. It's all my fault because I didn't ask for her to blame to say it was her fault. And da -da 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 -da, freaking out. Condi like the, my conditioning was freaking out, but I, the deeper part of me wasn't, if that makes sense. So I was like watching the character of Madison take on this fear, act out <laughs> a little bit crazy. And so I'm like buzzing with the fear that I've now taken on <laughs> from Trevor. And she ended up coming back, <laughs> which, oh, actually, okay, well, never mind. I'm going to keep going. I was going to say something, but I'll, I'll say it later. So she ended up coming back for, to get the number of my license plate. I start acting like somebody I don't know. <laughs> And I'm, I'm frantically and defensively trying to, uh, to get her to admit fault on video. So I'm kind of, I'm kind of like shaking and frantic, like, um, like, can you go on video and like, say that it was your fault? And she's like, I'm not going on video. Like, what do you mean? Like, that's so weird. So she starts getting defensive and I start to get this feeling of like, I have to like get her before she gets me. Like, if I don't get her to admit fault, she's going to like get me, like I'm going to get had or like gotten if that makes sense so it's like my, because I had fear within me then I wanted to go into defense mode and then I projected that at her and then she feeling that from me then mirrored that back to me and the whole thing's kind of like we're all spreading the virus of fear and defensiveness and like self-protection and self-preservation so I was aware in the moment that I was doing it I'm like who is this person like asking her to admit fault and like being crazy. Like two minutes ago, I didn't care at all. Like what the hell just happened? Like five minutes ago, I felt complete trust, complete calm. Like why am I so mistrusting now? But the energy that I took on from Trevor was so strong that it just played out. <laughs> That's my reaction. So I'm like, okay, I like, I'm aware I'm, I'm aware I'm reacting. I'm aware I'm doing this. I guess I'm not aware enough to stop it. So it just played out. And the whole thing was like, whoa, that was a very interesting situation, right? It went from everything is fine. There's no problems to I've taken on fear. And now that's turning this whole situation into a big problem. And there was literally never a problem <laughs> to begin with. So I wanted to share the insights that came through this situation for me. The first was that the wreck was 
probably a manifestation or a match of my energy of frustration and like the misalignment with the coffee shop. It's like, it's almost like the situation drew these feelings up in me that needed to be released because I was ignoring them. (laughs) So it's like, here, here's a wreck. So they come up and it's not like, it's never a punishment from life or from the universe. Like our inner voice or intuition never judges a situation as it thinks a car wreck is just as good as no car wreck. Like there's no like right or wrong or good or bad or, or um, judgment. Life just brings us situations that matches our energy almost like as a signpost to show us where there's more freedom available to us. So the wreck was first and foremost, a matching of my energy. So it's like, hmm, funny how that played out. And when I looked up the woman's name afterwards, I just felt intuitively called to like research what her name meant. It was a very interesting name. And her first name literally meant uh, truth. And the other meaning was manif- a manifestation or demonstration. And then her last name <laughs> means gift or blessing. So it's like the, the, the manifestation, the demonstration of this situation matching my energy was a gift. <laughs> like how perfect. It's like life will bring us situations to bring things to the surface that need clearing. And on the other side, we could say is the gift, the blessing of greater freedom and wisdom and lightness. (laughs) So that was the first interesting insight. And then I also saw how conflict and fear can so innocently play out and spread. It's like one person was afraid or stressed and then kind of advises the other person to be afraid or in defense mode. And then the other person who wasn't originally defensive or afraid becomes triggered and then it escalates in spirals. And so it's like that small seed of fear within someone can spread. And I just got this insight that people in conflict are not necessarily intending to get into conflict. Like everything was fine with the car. I never wanted to like get into conflict, but then the seed of fear, you could say, spread. And then I was acting out of fear rather than acting out of like clarity or following my intuition. So it's like, as much as I quote, know better than to take on other people's emotions and react to them now in me, I still participate in this chain reaction. And that was such a gift because when we participate in behavior that we would have judged as wrong or that we quote, know better, we can experience so much more humility and compassion it's like even with situations going on in the world or any conflicts or even like family conflicts that has happened like I can have so much more conflict of like yeah sometimes that seed of fear spreads and (laughs) you're not aware enough to control your reaction and it's okay and it's all just unfolding and just because we know how to release energy, right? Just because I know how to release and clear when I've taken on other people's emotions or in what I would call other people's emotions have triggered my emotions that were already pre-existing within me. So just because I know how to recognize that and release that, it doesn't mean there will never be shit to release. And so when we have these experiences ourselves, it just brings in a whole new level of like acceptance of our like humanness and just like letting it be okay to not be perfect. Okay. The third insight is that the lesson from this situation was not don't take on other people's emotions and don't react to fear. That's not, (laughs) 
the lesson. It's like sometimes it was, it was actually more about growing awareness and gaining wisdom, which happened not by being perfect and not by perfectly not reacting, but actually by reacting and then wisdomizing the experience through release and insight from awareness of the experience. So sometimes it's like, as much as we want to like clear the way before we've gone down the path, sometimes we have to go down the path and then clear the way if that makes any sense. So like sometimes experiencing this situation and reacting and participating and doing it through is what allows the wisdom to come through. Now, it doesn't always have to be this way, right? Like maybe next time in the future, if there's a situation like this, maybe there's a wreck. Maybe I feel really chill about it. Maybe I call Trevor, maybe he's stressed, right? But this time, maybe I have greater awareness and I just take a deep breath reconnect with myself and go forward in peace. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. (laughs) We'll find out. So sometimes, but sometimes moving through life is what allows us to get the wisdom on the other side. So it's not always about perfectly avoiding acting imperfect. Sometimes it's those situations play out so that we can gain the wisdom on the other side. And you know, it's easy to be like, oh, I should have noticed the fear and just closed my eyes and felt into where the fear was in the body and (laughs) dealt with it instead of projecting it. But that's not how it played out. And I don't know, had I done that, if I would have derived as much wisdom from it, if it didn't play out, I'm not saying it's right (laughs) that it played out, but I'm not making it wrong either. And there's so much freedom in not making ourselves wrong. The last insight I had was that I had an intuitive feeling later that day to apologize. And I was like, I'm going to like, kind of like sit with that until tomorrow and see how it feels. So the next day I still felt like it feels in alignment to apologize or and just own, own my humanness, own my shit. So the, the insight here, the lesson here is that sometimes it feels good to out your mind to the other people involved in a situation. This is something I found so helpful for just growth and self-awareness and expansion, especially in situations with Trevor. If I react, I'm like, I, my mind was telling me the story that you were going to think X, Y, and Z. And then I freaked out at you and it had nothing to do with you, but that's what happened. And I'm doing my best. I apologize. And sometimes you, it just clears, it can clear, it can help you be more clear to just air it out. But first, (laughs) not from a place of apologizing to get there approval or to get their forgiveness or to get something out of it. That's energy. I would focus on clearing before going into an apology. And it's also not apologizing to get yourself off the hook of any like guilt or regret. Again, if there's any of that, I would focus on releasing that first and then apologize. So I'd apologize from clarity, neutrality, from your intuition, guiding you to it and not from trying to get yourself off of the hook of the emotion or to make the other person <laughs> feel some type of way about you. So I'd really uh, spend time with myself, like clearing the whole energy of the whole situation coming up, allowing these insights to come through. And I just messaged her an authentic apology. apology, And I said, hey, I'm so sorry for my reaction. I'll actually, let's, let's read the... <laughs> Um, let's see if I can find the actual tag. Okay. Okay. Here we go. (laughs) I said, I want to apologize for yesterday. When you came back, my husband was upset when I spoke with him and I took that on and then projected it at you. I wanted to defense mode due to fear, basically just wanted to let you know. And I 
didn't feel like I needed a response. I didn't feel like I needed anything for her. That just felt clear and aligned for me to send that and just like acknowledge, acknowledge it and own it. And I'll, I'll read her response because I'm like, why not? It adds to the juiciness of the story. Um, she said, I must say, I was really caught off guard after both of us had been so cordial and so calm. And I didn't, um, oh, wait, sorry. After both of us had been so cordial and so calm. But you know, what makes it all better is your message now. I thank you for your message. This makes it all so much better. It's a small city and I look at everyone as a great connection, regardless of how we met. And that includes you. And that's what insurance is for. Thank you again for your message. Peace. And that was that. And it just, it just felt so good to like, it's a clean up all my side of the street and then clean up, you could say the effect that I had left on her to like own that and, and acknowledge that apologize for that. So yeah, I hope this episode resonates with you. Again, the key things from this experience for me was that like attracts like it's like your you will manifest experiences that match your energy, but it's not punishment. It's a gift showing you where there's more freedom available to you through releasing whatever feelings are on top of or seemingly on top of that freedom. Conflict and fear can spread so innocently and it's okay if you take on someone else's emotions. It's okay if you react. Your awareness is just growing and it doesn't mean never react to fear. It just means sometimes <laughs> going through it and having the shit happen is the best way at that time for us that we can clear the energy and wisdomize the experience. And then if it feels right to apologize in a situation where other people are involved and you re reacted emotionally, then see how it feels for you to experiment with that. And again, making sure as best you can, like clearing your energy first. So the apology is just clear, clean, authentic, not looking for or seeking a response or to like offload <laughs> any guilt. So yeah, that is all. I am excited to hear if this episode resonates. And if you are interested in working with me to begin or continue navigating your life in this way, where you're allowing every <laughs> troubling experience or troubling emotion to be a direct pathway to more lightness, freedom, and wisdom, and then to live as best you can from your intuition from there, I have one-on-one -on -one coaching spots open. And if it sounds aligned to you, I would love to work with you. So if that calls to you, you can go to madisonarnholt.com slash coaching. I was like, wait, I forget the link. Madisonarnholt.com slash coaching. Thank you so much. And I will see you on the next episode.